coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend podcast. You have to reuse the relationship ending. It's like a means of getting closer to who is for you. And another thing you have to realize is that maybe they were only for you for this point in time in your life. It doesn't mean that they were for you for the rest of your life or they were for you to go with you on a journey that your life is heading to now. Sometimes we meet people at certain points in our life where we're at at that time. And we meet them for a reason to help us grow, elevate. And this can be a good or bad relationship because I've grown and elevated in my healthy relationship because of this point in time I met him in my life. And so... I want you, that's what that's another reason why you can't look at anything as a regret or is a you know I you can't forgive yourself because you tried or you hate that you've been through that. I get it, but that's not gonna make the healing. That's not gonna make you get over them. That's not gonna make you. That's not gonna make you stop feeling things for them because all in all, what you're doing when you're looking at the hate for them, you're basically keeping them on your mind some kind of way. You're keeping them in your life some kind of way instead of looking at what do I need to change within? What's, what can I do different? How can I move forward? You see? Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there is someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey, from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey, girlfriends. Welcome back to the Hey Girlfriend podcast. I'm your host, mindset, and intuitive coach, Kendall D. And we're back with another enlightening and self-healing mindset-changing podcast episode. So this one is for my girlies for real because some of y'all requested this. And my comments on one of my reels about how to get over someone, how to not go back and how to stop missing them and things like that. And I'm like, you know what? Let me go into further detail because I got y'all because I've been there. Like my whole brand name is I've been that girl because literally I have like I get it. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. It's like, I get it because I've been there. I felt that. I know that little aching feeling. And it's like, I healed it. I don't feel it no more. I'm different. I'm better now. And it's, I just want y'all to feel the same. So, this is for all of y'all that out there that may have an issue with trying to let go of someone. Move on. Get over them. All of that. Let's talk about all of it. Because we're going to get you to where you're able to move past it 
get on your road to healing. And once you get on your road to healing, I promise you, you are not going to be thinking about them like that. You are not going to want them. You're going to wake up and realize they weren't really nothing to want to begin with. You're going to you're gonna wake up and realize a lot of things. I got you. I promise. So, here's, let's just get started. You know what I mean? I don't like to do a whole lot of, I don't like to do a whole lot of talking in between, talking in the beginning, this and that and all that. I like to jump right in, so let's get to it. So, let's go over concrete steps, concrete things that I've done to get over someone and to stop going back. These are like the, the concrete steps. So, number one thing I would say is if you found yourself like going back countless times and you like found yourself not being able to fully let go, you went back and forth for a couple of times and they apologized or they made like they were sorry or you thought they changed or you just got tired of playing the silent treatment with them and you gave in first, whatever it was, you knew you were supposed to move on but you didn't and you went back. So, for me, and probably for a lot of other women, is you don't stop going back until you've gone back, if that makes sense. It's like, and this is one of my most viral videos on my person. I keep saying person. This is one of my most viral videos on my I've Been That Girl TikTok, y'all. It's like, you can't get over them. Okay, so keep going back. And what I mean by that is, at this point, when you've tried enough and when you've gone back a couple of times and you're slowly starting to realize, I don't want to go back no more. This is like the point that I'm making. This is the part that you're going to be at. Because for me, I kept going back until I was tired, basically. Until I realized nothing was changing. Until I realized it had to be over. Until I realized I had, and then it was still hard. But it's like I had to see if that makes sense. Like I had to see for myself if this could work. So something I want to add into this is like if you have gone back, forgive yourself. Because it's totally okay to want to try and make something work and love someone and to give them a chance. It's okay to see that someone, maybe they're trying. Or for you to see someone that you see maybe potential in. It's not always wrong to see potential in someone. I get further into that in the, later in the episode, but you can forgive yourself if you found yourself there, trying to love someone and give them a chance to grow with you, give them a chance to become who you need, give them a chance to change, because. One day, you're going to need that same grace. Now, that's on some other podcasts. This, this, is not, this is not the one for it. But y'all know I've talked about healing in a healthy relationship and how you become the quote-unquote bad guy. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> it's okay that you extended grace to someone because you're, you're trying to, you were trying to make it work. So, for starters, I want you to look at it that way. And so, after you've gone back... And you're just tired of trying. You get into the point in the stages of, okay, now I need to wean myself off this motherfucker. That's how you start basically getting. It's like, okay, now it's time for me to just pull away. It's time for me to try to get my shit together. It's time for me to go cold turkey. It's time for me to go no contact. All of that. This is how you're going to stay fast with that. 
So, you have to give yourself a chance to not miss him. That is my number two thing. Number two is just give, when I say give, give yourself a chance to not miss him, I'm meaning give yourself a chance to mourn it. Give yourself a chance to feel the feelings. Give yourself a chance to kind of see the reality of things. Give yourself a chance to just not miss them as much. Because in the beginning, when you first leave them, you're going to miss them a lot. Because it's like a certain routine, a certain lifestyle, a certain whatever, especially you with them for years. A part of you, even your nervous system, deep down, is used to a certain dynamic with them. You're used to doing things with this person. You're used to having them in your life. Even if they weren't shit. It's just the fact that you're so used to having them and working towards possibly having something. That's what is sometimes hard to really deal with. It's the fact that now there's just no more trying. Now I know for sure this is never going to work and I have to let that go. So that is the hardest part I feel when you really think about it. Because right now when, you, when you're fresh out, you're not thinking that logically. You're just thinking what you're feeling. It's like, you know, damn, you know, I don't, it's not going to work like I thought. Or he's not going to be my person like I thought, really hoped. And so it's like dealing with that and realizing that. And that can be... A little scary and that can cause you to miss him a little more than you probably should because it's like you're missing what could have been you're missing everything and so what I mean by in this space of giving yourself a chance to not miss him so much it's not it's not saying to totally heal and you're not gonna miss him it's saying let the days go by let the weeks go by let some time go by try to use that time to process things to really even maybe journal some things i have a journal um actually called getting over him and back to you oh, here's my journal uh you can't see getting over him and back to you so it's about that thick i got blank spaces in there and everything and this i feel like acts the tough questions acts the questions that you may be asking yourself because you're too busy basically just missing what could have been or missing the person having just someone there. I remember when I left my last ex that I was really, really wanted to be with. Not John, not the one I'm doing my toxic series about. Not him. Well, not the one that I've already done my toxic series about. I am going to do one about Sebastian. Him. When I left him, I remember telling my friend, like, my best friend, like, I really miss him, like, a lot. But I don't miss all the bad shit. I don't miss the cheating and the lying. And I was like, did that make sense? And she get what I, and she got what I was saying. But that's, I, that's why I said I get this, because it's like, you're going to miss them. Because of miss what could have been and miss what you really thought you were. All of that. And you miss having someone. Even if say they weren't toxic. Even if they were just decent. And no longer there. But you knew it wasn't going to work. Or you had to break up for whatever reason. Whatever reason it was. It's just you got to get used to your life. A new life without them. And so give yourself time to not miss them. And to slowly move into that life without them. And so another thing that can work in this is... Think about what you do not miss. 
think about the things that you are actually are not going to miss. And once you kind of focus in more on those things instead of just missing the actual person or the actual relationship you were going to have or did have, miss the things you're not going to miss. I mean, <laughs> list the things you're not going to miss. List the things that you just do not miss and you're glad you don't have to deal with anymore. That can, because you have to slowly bring yourself back to reality a little bit. Because, well, to a new reality sometimes. Maybe not just to reality, because not every woman romanticizes relationships, but this is mostly for us that do. So if you didn't do that, this is more so to say, like, okay, what am I not going to miss from this? And what was the reason for me moving on? And once you kind of realize that, it brings you to a new reality, if that makes sense. Let's see. Another thing. I got my list, as I always have, because I don't remember stuff on top of my dome. Um, <laughs> let's see. That kind of moves into my number three. Start dealing with the reality. So that kind of, yeah, I forgot. I, I did it that way to where it falls in together. But... <laughs> The next one is you start dealing with the reality, y'all. And the reality is either if you romanticize that relationship a lot or if you are just moving into a new reality without someone. Maybe they weren't so toxic. But in a sense, maybe even a part of you was hoping that their relationship would be more than what it was. Maybe you're hoping there would be some kind of change. And now you have to deal with the reality that is not going to be that way. And it's like... When you find yourself creating the potential that you see in someone, meaning say they come to you being one way, but because you fall in like with them so quickly, or maybe you actually attach to them so quickly, you begin to create an ideal version of them so you can hang on to your attachment. It's like you start to visualize what you two could have, what you two could be, if you just pull the potential out of them, you're thinking maybe I can love the potential out of them. Or maybe I can just love them until they become what I need. Maybe my love can change them. And so you start to see them for someone that they're really not. You're not really seeing what they're showing you because if you were to see what they showed you, you would not have your attachment. You would not have your person. You would have to move on. And... When you start off dating, before you even meet someone, when you start off dating with this anxiousness to just really have someone or to really end your loneliness, like there's nothing wrong with wanting love and wanting connection and wanting a partnership. But when you start off, before you even meet someone, you start off with this anxiousness in you to really have someone. What's going to happen is that you're going to romanticize every single guy that you get with, no matter what. You're going to romanticize them as soon as one date goes well. You're going to basically overemphasize every small thing that they do. You're going to basically look over slight red flags that are there because you're looking at other things or their potential. Because it's like, okay, my dream is about to come true. I'm about to not be alone. I'm about to have someone. Or maybe you just are looking for the love you never got. Or you're looking to be loved and chosen. And so when you have that feeling. I had that feeling before. So I totally get it. So when you date with that feeling. 
anyone that comes in talking a little sweet and nice to you is going to sweep you off your feet and you're not going to think twice to look for other things and so in that case you're already coming in not dealing with the reality of anything or even who they are you're not even really dealing with the reality of what you need but in that case though the reality for you is that you want what you've never gotten and what you feel desperate for and i'm not saying desperate in the sense of like it's a bad thing when i said that word before some people would take offense to it not all it was like a few and i get it but once you look up the word desperation what it means you realize it's not really as derogatory as some people make it seem but it can be hard i guess to look at yourself is that i'm someone that was desperate and i in a sense it's not really desperation though because it's really a lot of the times our trauma our trauma is causing us to act that way. So that's pretty much what I mean. We can take the desperate out and say, okay, certain things in you, whether it's trauma, whether it's old beliefs, like maybe you believe that in order to become a full woman, you have to become a wife, find someone, meet someone, or you maybe feel like you're on the timeline to meet someone, or your parents may be pushing you to meet someone. It can be anything, anything in you that is causing you to basically become anxious about meeting someone it's going to come off in your relationships and when you date and so you're already going in anxiously attached and when you go in like that it's easy to quickly leave to lose sense of reality and so what can help to move past that and to get over them is to really ask yourself Knowing who they are for real. Taking away what you were menacing. Taking away everything. And really seeing them for who they've shown you. Ask yourself. Can they really be the man that you need? Like. For me. What really helped was. I remember. Whenever I would get like really, really sad and really, really down that me and my ex didn't work out. Because I have my good days and I would have my bad. I was no longer contacting him or doing anything like that. But it was still hard, of course, because it's like you're trying to get over an addiction, basically. And so what helped for me is to remind myself of the kind of man in relationship that I want. Because even though I didn't know how to go about getting it, I knew what it was that I wanted. I can't say that. I, I knew how I wanted to be loved. I knew what I wanted. And I tried to get that out of him. But the person that he was was not going to be able to give that to me. And I had to take away that potential I saw and really, really see the person for who they were. And once I started looking at them in that light... It made me not miss them as much because what slowly began to happen is that I'm like, if that wasn't it, he can't give me what I want, can't be the man that I need, that means I need to move forward. So each day, I would remind myself, he can't give you what you need. He can't give you what you need. He was never going to change. He's not the one. He was not going to amount to the potential you made up for him. You created that potential. You were just anxious to have someone it's okay there'll be somebody else he's not the last man on earth like these are things I told myself and that slowly changed my mindset and reshifted like my nervous system I guess to realize that 
Nope, we, we don't need him. We don't need him. We don't need that kind of person. They're not going to be what we need. They're never going to change. They We tried. They didn't change. They just hurt us. I can't go back. I, I got to move forward. He, he's not the last man on earth. I got to move forward. And so once you are meditating on that, what happens is that you begin to become back, come back to the reality. It's like you begin to come out of that zone you were in when you were like really zoned in on him and making that relationship and connection work maybe he love bombs you a lot because you can love bomb throughout the relationship maybe he promised he would change maybe he promised he would marry you maybe he promised that he wouldn't hurt you anymore maybe he told you he was sorry and kept doing the same things maybe all they kind of kept you hanging on and thinking you know maybe he will change and he probably saw that hope and potential that you saw in him he's seen that you really believed in him. And he's like, okay, I can make her believe anything. Or maybe a part of him really thought he, he would change. And it didn't. So you have to come to the reality of that person was not going to match who I wanted. So in order for me to get who I want and who I need and who's good for me, I have to let that go. I have to walk away. I'm not missing out on anything. And so once you realize that, you're coming back to reality. And so... Something else that I want to tell you that can really help you soothe here is that I know a lot of the times we had like big dreams and things for, for this for this person, for this relationship. You know, we dreamed of a certain life with them. We thought we would even maybe get married to them. Or if we were married to them, we thought we would have a certain type of marriage. You know, it can be a lot of things. Whatever you dreamed of having with this person and to now see that person leaving and they're not working out, it doesn't mean that they're taking your dreams with them. So you have to realize that, is that the same thing that you dreamed with him, you can get with someone else. You can get with a new person. And I know because I am a testimony to that. I had a lot of different dreams and hopes with my exes, a lot. None of them ever came true because I was really dreaming with the wrong somebody. But they did come true with my husband that I'm married to now. That and more. I got what I dreamed of and more. And getting more. And so, that's something I want you to realize. Is that your dreams of having that certain love, that certain someone, that certain relationship, don't have to die when that relationship ends. Those dreams can be basically recycled and used again and you keep that dream alive and move with the next person that can actually give you those dreams and more so that's the reality of it come back to reality and remember remember that um number four forgive yourself that is most important. Number four is definitely forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. This helps with getting over them and not going back. It's because you are seeking the healing within yourself. You're not seeking healing from who hurt you. And what I mean is that you're forgiving yourself for whatever choices you made in love with that person. And you're also, I want you, you're also realizing that maybe you were the only one that was genuine with your love and care and really wanted something, but it just didn't work out with them and that's okay. And you have to forgive yourself for trying love with someone. 
You have to forgive yourself for trying again and again. You have to forgive yourself for going back. Because the thing that's so beautiful about this is that you were brave enough to try love. Even if you didn't really quite understand how love worked or how to go about getting the right partner, it doesn't matter. The thing is you were brave enough to actually open your heart, um, pour into someone, to try to see how the love could go. To try love, to be vulnerable, to be open, to, you know, try to, try to you know, trust them. Even if they pr have proven to you before that they weren't trustworthy. You tried to, you know, work through it. Or maybe you didn't. Either way, you trusted them. And that's why it hurt so bad if they ruined your trust in the end. Either way, you have to quit looking at it. It's like, if you hadn't have been so loving, then you wouldn't have gotten hurt. That's not the case. Well, you know what? In a sense, that is the case. Because anytime you try love and you're genuine with it, and you're genuinely trying to be open and love someone, you are opening yourself up to a chance of possibly getting hurt. And that can be the scary part, but it's like you have to learn how to deal with the hurt that possibly may happen. That's another podcast as well. That um, So I'm not going to get too far off subject. But what I'm saying is that once you forgive yourself for just being loving and just being real, just being genuine, you'll start to realize that you never did anything wrong. But you just tried to love someone. That's something that I never regretted in my past relationships. Like, never. And I'm willing to bet that's probably how I was able to heal so fast from those relationships. I never, ever regretted any of the love, anything that I've done for them. I didn't regret any of it because I truly and genuinely was doing it from the heart because I really cared about them. And I was owing myself up to them to for love. Now, I'm not going to lie and say that a part of me wasn't trying to earn their love because I thought that's how love worked but it was in the sense of not that I'm trying to earn your love I'm trying to show you that I love you that was my thing I'm really trying to show you how much I'm down for you and that I'm here for you because I seen in them that they had some trust issues like I said, I was willing to work with them on that. I understand that you've been hurt. I understand you had a bad upbringing. And I know some people, and even maybe me have said before in my on my older topics, is that, you know, stop trying with people that you maybe see potential in and whatnot. In a sense, yes. But in another sense, there's nothing wrong with it. Because... That person that you were opening yourself up to and trying with, they had the choice to either, you know, honor it and see it and heal from it and be better and realize that there is real love and change, or they may have just been too fucked up. And I don't say that in a disrespectful way. I say it in a way that is true. Some people are really just dead fucked up to where they can't realize genuine love when it's in front of them. They can't realize and treat someone like you correctly and properly because of their own trauma, their own fears. And me being the empath that I am, I've seen it in them. 
I knew that they had these issues that was blocking them. But I'm like, I know me and I know my heart. Like, please, I love you and I can love you through it. And their relationship would have worked out if they would have trusted that. And that's why I say forgive yourself for being that loving. You tried. It didn't work. It's their loss because you were true and genuine. You were open. They are the fools, not you. They are the fools for not being able to grow and realize that you are for real, that you are genuine. They are the fools for betraying that. They are the fools for betraying someone that was actually down for them and really loved them and would have never hurt them like that. You aren't the fool for loving them. So you have to forgive yourself for that. Please forgive yourself for that. Because the reason why I say that so strongly, girlfriends, is because... And I'm getting a little emotional, not because of my own self, but because I see it in a lot of women. It's that sometimes you will begin to become like the men that hurt you. And you're not trying to, you don't want to. And you can't help it sometimes because it's just trauma and it's just PTSD. But it's like, once if you feel like that, you were doing too much and being too loving, being too kind. And you feel like that that was, you haven't forgiven yourself for that. You're going to go in being hard and cold. And pushing away someone that can be really so good for you. You're going to miss out on love not forgiving yourself. If I hadn't forgave myself. Or if I had have been mad at myself for what I did and regretted the love that I gave. I would not be married today and have the man that I have. I would still be probably single. Which is not a bad thing. But I know I, I know what I wanted. I know eventually I wanted marriage and love. And a partner. And... I don't know. I would just, it would just be different. And it's the thing I couldn't, I could never really imagine myself being like that, to be honest. I can never imagine myself not wanting love because love is always and still is beautiful. It's just that I can't try love with someone like that anymore. I can try love again, but next time I can, I have a little more wisdom and I can save a little of me for me until I can see how much I can give to them. It's basically preserving yourself a little bit more, but not guarding yourself, being open to love for the right person and being okay that in knowing that you can recover. If you do slowly open your heart and they do change all of a sudden and hurt you, you can recover. You will be fine. And it's their loss. Move on to the next number five. Now, He's not your last chance at love. Girlfriend. This has to be like one of my favorite ones on this list. Being that. Because it's such a realization. That you really had someone on the pedestal. Like that was the last person on this earth. That you was ever going to have a connection and love with. And I get it when you become so attached to someone. For different reasons. You don't think about there being possibly someone else. You just think about who you wanted and had your heart set on. But now you didn't get. But there is a whole world out there filled with different people that you will and you will love again. You will connect again and it will be better than what you're letting go. Guarantee it. And so this really helped me. This kind of goes with, I think I was... Um, one of the other ones I mentioned before is I really started realizing that there would be other opportunities to find love. 
and I started realizing that this couldn't be the last of my this couldn't be the last of my chances because I didn't get what I wanted. And if in anything, really, the past relationship showed me what I didn't want and showed me where I was going wrong, showed me what I needed to work on. And it just it's almost like love saved me. That's what it is. When I say love is what saved me and helped heal me, meaning that I knew love was real and I knew that I could have real love with someone. And I started knowing because of the love I started having for myself. And I also just knew because it's like I've seen examples of it. It may have not seen the example in like my upbringing, but I've seen it in um, maybe TV shows. I've seen it in some friends. Some friends around that time when I was single and going from after heartbreak after heartbreak. I had one or two friends that were actually in decent relationships. Especially my best friend. She had just found someone and she was having a baby with him and all that. And they were happily married. They still are married. And it was like, I know that it's real. And even if I didn't have any examples of it. Like say if you don't have any examples of like real love. You still know what you want. You have to really be in tune with that. And And the thing is, you have to be precise about what it is that you want. Don't try to hold back thinking you can't get it. That was another thing. I really, really was starting to to realize what I wanted. And y'all, like, real talk, those past relationships really opened me up to that. And they opened me up to realizing that I don't want an insecure man. I don't want a man that gaslights me. I don't want a man that can't communicate to me. I don't want a man that doesn't want to treat me right or can't treat me right. I don't want a man that is going to cheat on me whenever he feels he can't trust me because of his insecurities and I just started realizing because those are things my exes did that I understood so much and tried to love them through but I realized that it wasn't enough for someone like them and it can make you feel like your love isn't enough period but it's just not enough for someone like them that it's like has a hole in them it's like you're trying to pour into a bottomless fucking pit and it would never be enough love to make them come out of their trauma because they got to heal themselves. And sometimes they don't even realize what they're doing. They're not even self-aware that they're hurting you. You probably don't even care. And so, for me, I had to realize, and I want you to realize that anyone that isn't for you, you don't want. You have to use the relationship ending it's like a means of getting closer to who is for you. And another thing you have to realize is that maybe they were only for you for this point in time in your life. It doesn't mean that they were for you for the rest of your life or they were for you to go with you on a journey that your life is heading to now. Sometimes we meet people at certain points in our life where we're at at that time. And we meet them for a reason to help us grow, elevate. And this can be a good or bad relationship because I've grown and elevated in my healthy relationship because of this point in time I met him in my life. And so I, I want you, that's what that's another reason why you can't look at anything as a regret or is a you know I you can't forgive yourself because you tried or you hate that you've been through that. I get it. But that's not going to make the healing. That's not going to make you get over them. That's not going to make you. That's not going to make you stop feeling things for them. Because all in all. What you're doing. 
when you're looking at the hate for them, you're basically keeping them on your mind some kind of way. You're keeping them in your life some kind of way instead of looking at what do I need to change within? What's, what can I do different? How can I move forward? You see, so, and like I mentioned before, you may have been attached before you even met them because basically you had a desire to just have someone and that desire may have outweighed your self-respect and self-love. And it's nothing to be ashamed of because sometimes it will outweigh those things only because we want that thing that we have probably gone without or we want it for some type of validation. We want it because we feel like we really need it. And it's nothing wrong with wanting love, but it can't outweigh the self, the love you have for yourself and the respect that you have for yourself. And so you basically were hooked before you even met them. If you romanticize just having a partner, just having someone, you know, to love you and to want you and to choose you, you romanticize them before you even met them. And so as soon as you met them and things seemed good just for a moment, you, there's, there's a romantic, you, you are romanticizing them now. You're looking more so at the potential. Like I mentioned, I mentioned this before. Just Yeah, I mentioned this. And so, when you are doing that, it will feel like it's like your last chance at love in the beginning. But you have to give yourself a chance to come back to reality and move forward. And just remind yourself. Maybe even use this as an affirmation. He is not the last man on earth. He is not my last chance at love. This is not my last chance. Life will go on. It will be okay. Number six. This is a big one. I think I like this one the most, actually. Number six. Look at the lessons and not the hurt. Focus more on the lessons from it instead of you focusing on the hurt. Because you're looking at what new wisdom can you gain from this? What new growth can you gain from this? How can you change from this? How is this trying to change you? What can you change within yourself? You're taking your eyes off of what they did and how they hurt you. And how you wish they were hurt. Or, you know, you, you don't want them to see them moving on. You're taking the shift from them because you don't know what they had going on in their life. And you're shifting it back to you. And instead of focusing on how they hurt you. And wanting them to hurt, you're focusing on how can I be better. And it's maybe hard to do. And it may not even feel like that it'll work. But I promise you it does. This helps you to stop ruminating over them and the love that was lost. And you more so focus on how can I move forward now? What do I know now? What can I make changes now? What did this show me? And it's like you're turning those hurts into some type of lesson almost it's like so you feel like you got some out of it if that makes sense because I ain't gonna lie while I said that I was loving my exes you know genuinely from the heart of course you are not wanting to just end up empty handed without the person of course it's gonna hurt to see them choose someone else when you've been there and you've done so much of course those things are gonna hurt but I feel like wisdom and, and growth are also really big things that you can gain from something like that. That can change your life 
more so than you thinking that that man could have changed your life. You just taking the lessons from being with him and growing to the shit and actually having the breakup. That gain right there, that growth from that is can be a pivotal part of your life. And the reason why I said it is because it was for me. And y'all, I'm not going to lie. Like me really getting to the point of like, you know, the lessons out of this. What did I learn from this? It not only brought me more so back to reality, it also helped me to not miss them so much. Not want them back so much. I'm not going to lie, of course, yeah, it hurts still, but it hurt less and less the more that I moved towards lessons and moved away from how that person hurt me. Because, yeah, it hurt, but it's like, what good is it going to do for me if I just continue to dwell on it? If I just continue to ruminate over it, play it over and over again in my head. What good would that do for me? Just sitting there crying about how he hurt me. Yes, process the feelings and process the emotions. But once you're done processing the emotions, you got to process the growth from it. What can I do different? The lessons from it. And that leaves you with something from the relationship. You may not get that person. But it may have not been meant. And that's for a good reason. But maybe the lessons were meant. Because I truly, truly, truly feel like that we don't meet people by mistake. And I truly feel that a part of us do attract who we are. We attract where we're at in that point in our lives. And what we are ready for. What we may feel we deserve. Or what we may even feel like love is. Because some of us may not have a healthy understanding of what love is. So we're going to attract and act out love. What we think it is with someone. Although it can be all wrong. You know? And so you meet people like that. When you're in that space of what you believe love to be. And what you think that you need. And what you think that it's just love overall. You meet someone. And then if you have these wounds inside of you that have gone unhealed. Or maybe you never noticed the wounds. You didn't realize that you were wounded in that way. But you meet someone and you begin to try love with someone that's not right for you. That's when it brings all that up to the surface. And that is meant for you to meet someone like that. To bring that to the surface so that you can work on you. And you can be better and you can heal. And that is actually the real definition of a soulmate. If you want to get really, really technical with it. Soulmate can be a good or bad thing. A soulmate can be someone, it's basically someone that basically brings you more closer to who you really are. And they unearth things in you that need to be worked on and healed. They unearth the new growth in you. And because I have that in my healthy relationship and I had it in my toxic relationships. And so you're meeting them for a reason because it's time for you. You're at this point in your life where you're meeting them and you match. Maybe your wounds match. And then you try to make it work and it does and it just doesn't. Then that's when you take the lessons and whatever from it and you realize, you know, more you start to learn more about you. It's no it's not you more so focusing on how they hurt you anymore and how fucked up they are. You're starting to realize like, okay, well what does it say about me if I stuck around and if it's something like this, if I tried to love someone like this, if I was loving like this, if I was doing this, what does it say about me? And I started to kind of realize that, like, this happened too many times. This is my second toxic relationship back to back. What in the hell does that say about me? And this part can be hard for some women because, or some people in just period, 
it's hard to hold yourself debt accountable because you don't want to look at it as like something is wrong with me. And it's not something that's wrong with you in the sense of like you're, you know, damaged. Although in the sense you do have wounds and stuff. But it's not like in the sense of like something is really, really badly wrong with you. It's just looking at it's like, okay, the healed version of me is deep down in here somewhere. But there's a lot of trauma and a lot of blockages and a lot of things that and a lot of conditioning that's causing me to meet people that are not good for me. And so underneath all that conditioning from what you thought love was from maybe your parents or just life in general, all that conditioning maybe from society, trauma, unhealed wounds, um, all of that is like burying you underneath it. And so that's what's wrong with you. It's not something wrong with you like you're broken or you're just no good at all. Or that you're just a shitty person. Or that you ain't shit. It's none of that. Don't feel ashamed for having these things you have to work through. Because a lot of it didn't start with you. And once you realize that. Once I realized that. That really helped me to. To look at the lessons. And look at me as being part of the problem. Look at me and my issues. And not how they hurt me. Because it's like. I tried to work with them. And I tried to get them to their healing. I tried to stick around for them for them to change. They wouldn't. It's my turn now to pour all that into me. It's my turn now to see how can I change me. How can I use that same love I poured so effortlessly into them, into me. How can I love me in the same way I was trying to love them. How can I rise up out of this. How can I change. What do I need to do. What's you know. What is it about me that makes me, what made me attracted to them, made me want them, made me want to try love? And so answering those questions took my focus off of them. And before you knew it, I didn't miss them so much. Because it was like I was more so in my zone, in me. And it was more, not more, no more of, you know, you hurt me and this and that. And crying about it and just wallowing about it. I did do that. Don't get me wrong. I did. <laughs> but it's like, it came to a point where I was tired of doing that. I was tired of crying over that. I was tired of wondering. And I'm like, well, shit, how can I move on to love again and not deal with them again? And not deal with them again? And I started getting to that point. So that can help you to move past it and not even go back anymore. Because it's like, all of this I'm saying, if you notice, it's, it's pretty much you doing some healing work on you. This is self-work, self-healing work. And the more that you start to kind of pour into you and to realize things about them because you're coming to reality about what it really was, the more that you will realize that they're not all that like you thought. They're not really the man you thought. They're not really the man for you. And it's because you're slowly starting to realize that you're trying to elevate your change and it's like that relationship wasn't no good. It wasn't for me. Okay. Number seven, the reason why it may be hard for you to get over them is because you may be still looking for an apology or for them to say sorry about what they did to you or you just really wanted them to hurt like they hurt you or you really wanted them to regret hurting you. You really want them to feel some kind of pain or sorry or come back crawling to their knees like you right I shouldn't have hurt you like oh I want you back and and maybe they do do that and you take them back and then you realize they didn't mean it and so 
honestly, y'all, I feel like not getting an apology is actually a good thing because it puts you, because it gives you info about who they really are. It makes you really realize that, okay, they hurt me. Don't care. Don't care to make it right. Don't care to be sorry. Say sorry. It gets to a point where you realize that they're not shit then. They don't care about how they hurt me. And they don't want to make this work. It, it That's information for you about them. And once you start to realize that, you know, be happy that they didn't apologize. Because if they would have apologized, would you have gone back? Would you have welcomed them back and, you know, been like, okay. Because sometimes people can say sorry just to get you back in love bomb you and not mean it. So them not saying sorry. Yeah. That's, that's your closure. The closure is really the disrespect. And it just further proves more so. It, it just further proves why they weren't meant to stay in your life. And that they weren't emotionally mature enough to begin a relationship with you. And that's your closure on that. Is realizing that about them. And that's also bring you back to reality. Realize that we was never going to have a good relationship because of that component of how that person acted, how they couldn't see sorry, how they couldn't be empathetic, how they didn't care about my feelings. Because you don't want someone that is okay with hurting you. You don't want someone that is okay with seeing you cry over them. You don't want someone that doesn't care that you go to bed upset about them. You you know. No. And so, and what it is, y'all, is I know it can hurt for someone to hurt you and act like they don't care. But it's not about you. It's not about you at all. But what it is about, it's about them. Some people, I've realized, can't really hold themselves accountable because they don't have the strength to do so. Some people just don't have the strength to accept, you know, that something is wrong with them. Like I said before, how you have to accept... If you found yourself in toxic relationships back to back and in these situations, there's something maybe wrong with you. And sometimes that's hard to do. That's hard for them to do sometimes. And it's not to give them a pass, but it's just to realize that it, furthermore, why it couldn't work, why you don't need to go back. Because if they are not sorry, they don't care, or, you know, going weeks without saying anything to you just to do a little hiatus and then jumping back like nothing happened, that's not a sorry. That's not a talking about feelings. That's not. That's not actually owning up to what they did. It's not accountability, you know? And so that's not someone that's emotionally available. That's not someone that's emotionally mature and intelligent to be with. And no. So you have to be okay without the apology. Because you know, you know how they say that, and I've, I've maybe even said this before. You know how they say that the apology won't change the damage? It won't change what they've done. But I ain't gonna lie. Of course, having an apology will at least give you some satisfaction to that they understood how they hurt you, to that they understood that they actually did something wrong and actually hurt your feelings, and it shows that they maybe care about your feelings a little bit, so that, you know, it'd be nice to get that apology, but it's like some people just don't have that ability, and you have to live with some people are just can't do that, or some people may not even realize that they did something wrong to you. Even if you point it out, they may still think... How's that wrong? So, you are basically having to own your own hurt and be the one to heal yourself because you, you're not going to get it from them. It's pretty much it. And I know you want them to care, 
and you want them to, you know, console you or at least just be sorry. But yeah, some people are just not equipped like that, and there's nothing you can do about that. But use that as information for you that you don't want someone like that anyway. Good riddance. And I know that's easier said than done, but you have to realize that that is your closure. That disrespect and how they treated you is your closure. Closure on that. Like, the brain basically wants an endpoint. It wants some type of closure. So what keeps you sometimes not being able to move past them is you not getting that apology that you really felt you needed. You not getting the sorry. You not getting a sit down, a talk. You know, you're not getting the common decency and courtesy of that. Sometimes that can cause you to just kind of stay stuck there because it's like you're waiting on them to some kind of way close the end of that story up. <clears throat> but waiting for them will have you waiting forever to heal. You won't be over it and it'll take you a long time to get the words that you would like to get from them, to get the apology. You'll be, you'll be waiting a long time. So don't do your healing on their time. It's like you have to take that as a sign of that's why I didn't work out to begin with. Because this person doesn't have the ability to have a decent conversation with me about how they hurt me. They can't hold themselves accountable. It's, it was supposed to end. That's your closure. And that's how you have to work that as far as coming to the terms of being honest with yourself about it. And about who they are. And realizing that it's for the better. It may it may hurt to come to the realization that it is for the better, but the sooner you get to that point, the sooner your brain will have that closure on that situation with someone, the sooner you can move past it and get over them to where you're not just ruminated on them and what they didn't say, how they treated you. You know you're not the the key is to not ruminate over them and on them and to close that chapter. And doing your own closure is how it tells your brain basically, okay. It's a wrap. That's the end of that story. And it may help for you to even write it out. Write out a letter like that you would send to them, but you're not going to send to them. And in the letter, you're going to include what you forgive them for, if you forgive them for anything, what you want to say to them that you didn't get a chance to say. And at the end, tell them that now I have to say goodbye. Those are the three most important things. You're telling them that, you know, we tried it basically and I have to say goodbye because this is not good for me anymore and this is the end. And you're writing it out and it's like it's telling your brain, okay brain, okay nervous system, okay Kindle, okay whatever your name is listening to this, this is the end. I'm saying goodbye. And once you do that, it's like it's closing it. Not saying you're going to just all of a sudden wake up and you're over them, but it helps you to come to the reality. It helps you to come face to face with what it really is and what it is never going to be. Okay. The last thing I want to say is this is number... I hate when I lose track. Five, six, seven, eight. Number eight. Get to living your life. Get to living your life. Get to living your life, girlfriend. What I mean is that you have to realize that life goes on and life can be good without them. You don't need to have them to have a good life. You don't need to have them to make some of your dreams come true that you wanted. You can do all you wanted to do without them. And for me, getting to live my life helped me to realize that there is life after love. 
there is life after being hurt. There is more life to come. Like once you realize that there is more life out there to come, there is more experiences that you're going to have. There is more love out there. There is better and more of everything out there. It releases that scarcity mindset that this is it. This is all. I'm never going to heal from this. And this this was my person. It was the only one. I swear I thought my last ex was the only one for me. I said this was it. This I want to be with. Yes, please. And it was hard to come away from that and realize that it wasn't going to be it. But I did start doing more things on my own. I started getting out more. I did a little traveling. Went on a trip with some friends. And I just came back from that trip and I started realizing that it's a lot more out there. A lot more men. A lot more life. A lot of other opportunities. A lot of more everything. Like, this was just one little point in my life. It's not my whole life. I got my whole life ahead of me. Once you get to the point of realizing that, that will make you realize, I really don't need him like I thought I did. Whatever he provided for you, learn to provide it for yourself. If it was companionship, okay, take yourself on dates. Be your own companion. Or hang out with your friends that you may have um, put to the side a little bit when you met him. Yeah, some of us do that. Um, anything, any friends, any companionships, man, get a get a get a pet. Anything. Replace that with something. Um, if you used to go out and do things together, okay, find you, you know, a new partner to go out and do things with, or find new things that you want to go out and do. It's like you meet new people as well, doing things that you love to do. Go out and do things that make you happy, that light you up, that make, do things where you see yourself in. Like, for me, I poured it into, I've been that girl in the Hey Girlfriend podcast, basically. I poured it all into that. This was, like, a few years after my last um, heartbreak and when I met my husband. This is before we had gotten married, though. I said, all that I've been doing, I'm taking, I'm going to put it all into this. And this is the birth of it. And it's even helped me heal in more ways than one. Not saying you have to go out there and put your business out there and write a book. And talk about it on YouTube or podcasts like I'm doing. That's if you want. What I'm saying is that just realize that there's more life. And that realize there's something else you can do. And see and seeing the results and seeing you in it is beautiful. Seeing your growth in it. Like if it's a new hobby and you're pursuing it and you're seeing it grow and grow. A business you're seeing grow and grow. That's the ref that's like a reflection of you and your hard work paying off, and you're seeing you in it. That makes you realize that I love my life and I love me, and there's a lot more to it than some guy. And that will definitely start to get you over him. <laughs> and I have a little bonus thing to help you get over him and stop going back. Is break the soul tie. This is like a bonus. And this is for you if you're spiritual or religious. If you're not, I would say still try it. If you believe in a higher being, if you believe in just, or just, even if you don't, just just, just try this technique. Because it worked for me and I didn't think it would work. I didn't even know it was me releasing a soul tie. But it did. This is like a bonus. You have to get real about no longer wanting to have them anymore. Not... Not get real about no longer wanting to have them. Get real about that they're not going to be in your life and that you got to let them go. You have to be real with yourself that you're ready to actually let them go. And after you get real with yourself that you are like ready to let them go, you realize that you have to realize to yourself and say to yourself that, you know, admit to yourself as well that you are 
week for this person that you have this love that you can't seem to get out of them you know that they're that you're not supposed to love them anymore and you still love them but you don't want to love them anymore because they hurt you and you just want to let that go and you want the love for that you have them to come out of you so you can stop hurting from not having it so much and you know that's a weakness for them once you realize that that's kind of like a soul tie so realizing that and admitting that is also key and then what you do is that you just basically cry and plead and beg for God to come take them out of you. And if you don't believe in God and you don't and you don't pray to God, I did it that way. I prayed to God for it. But if you don't believe in that, cry and beg out loud, period. Y'all, I literally, I'm so serious right now. I literally was in the middle of my bed holding myself crying my eyes out because it hurt so bad to love someone and still want someone that was gone and just hurt me so bad to the core it was so hard to still have that love for them and i didn't want that in me anymore like i was tired of it like i'm ready to move on take this damn love i have for them out of me and so i literally cried out loud snotty nose and everything i had literally like cried and pleaded and cried i said take this love i have him out of me please i don't want to be here anymore i got to move on and what that does is like it releases something probably the soul tie for me it felt like i was like finally admitting maybe even to my higher self just you know they say god is in you Maybe even admitting to my higher self that, okay, you really don't want to be with here no more. You really don't want to go back. You really want to let go. And it's like realizing that it's like, it's time. It's time. I don't want them anymore. A smart part of you can't be like, well, maybe they'll change and maybe come back and act right. No, you don't want them to try to change and come back and act right. Because that's just basically putting you at a risk of being hurt again and prolonging the healing. And so, that's why I said before, it's okay you didn't get that apology. You almost got to thank God you didn't get that apology. Because who knows what would happen if you've forgiven them and they didn't really mean it. Or forgiven them and you went back and they did it again. So, yeah. That last one was like the final, final piece to me. You know, getting over them. Like, for good. So, all in all, y'all, that's all I got. Just to wrap it up, this is so important. Just to wrap it up, to get over them, y'all, is you have to stop. You basically just have to stop wishing it was them. And that comes with a, a million other things. All the things that I listed, it's you have to stop wishing that it was going to be them and wishing you were going to get what you dreamed of and move forward and realize that life can go on without them. And don't go back. What helped me to not go back was realizing that they were never going to change. And I remember literally telling myself, they're not going to ever be who I wanted them to be, who I thought they were going to be. You had to get real with yourself. Say, it's not going to be that. This is not it. And once you get really real with yourself, you get over them. You'll see yourself slowly start to get over that. I promise you that. And to add, y'all, once again, this journal that I wrote getting over him and back to you it includes a lot of the things that i already talked about it basically talks about how you may have 
it, it basically gets to you healing you. It's it's taking the focus off of what they needed to change and focusing on focusing on you. Because when you focus in on you and your work and your healing instead of focusing on what they need to change and how they need to get their shit together and how they ain't shit and how they hurt me, look at them, what's wrong with them, you start to realize, okay, what do I need to just work on in me? And this is what this does. It gets more so back to you and talks about the relationship in reality and it's it's one in here that even says what things do i not miss from a relationship for you to get really real about that and realize that okay there's some things there's a reason why this had to end and what do you miss most and what can you give yourself that they gave you what made him so special to me did he betray me or did I betray myself? In what ways did I betray myself? There's even quotes in here. So I feel like I don't promote this journal enough because I had to realize, like, you know what? I pretty much like this little journal. I did good. I love the questions in here. I want to do more, so I'm going to do more. But before that, I am working on Toxic Ace Chronicles, Sebastian, y'all. Working on it every day, every little chance I get. I'm trying, My goal is to finish it this year. It's coming out this year. I'm holding myself to that promise. Y'all hold me to that promise. Toxic X Chronicles, Chronicles Sebastian is coming out. Um, but yeah. Check out my Patreon once again. Patreon.com slash I've been that girl for any kind of bonus content. And or one-on-one -on -one mindset and intuitive coaching as well. And that's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. Until the next one. Peace out.